0: Soundly. So, right now, our listeners get thirty percent off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to Headspace.com/sleeppod for thirty percent off your subscription, but only until May twelfth. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to Headspace.com/sleeppod today. This is a Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn, session number ninety-nine.
1: So tonight I'm to party like it's episode 99. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, who hopes this is the year of the hoverboard, Pat Flynn.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn, and welcome to session 99 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. 99, we're just one away from a huge milestone, 100, and I have something great planned for you next week. However, that doesn't mean this episode is not going to be awesome because it totally is going to be awesome. And the way I know that is because when I conducted this interview a few days ago and I hung up on Skype, I was just sitting there for a couple minutes, just blown away from the value that was provided and not only that just from how much i really wanted to give this a shot to try it because this is something that anybody can do or test this isn't a business model that's going to suit everybody but it but it may be very curious and just how much information was provided in this episode that you're about to hear i mean it's a ton of information about something that i i know nothing about so you're going to hear a lot of questions from me that are hopefully on your mind if you haven't heard of this business strategy before and Jessica LaRue and her husband Cliff are actually both on with us. So not only do we talk about their business model and what they do, and I'll talk about that in just a moment, but we talk about the dynamic between a husband and wife duo both working on an at-home or sort of self-employed type business. And that is a question I had uh, because my wife, April, she is starting to get interested in potentially doing something online. And you know she's been taking care of the kids and has the hardest job in the world by doing so. But... You know, the kids are growing older. They're going to go to school soon. And we're going to have some time. Or she's going to have a lot more time. And, you know, she's exploring her options. And so I wanted to get an idea from Jessica and Cliff how that dynamic was and some tips for how to work well together and things like that. So we talk about that. But we also talk about their business. And this is going to sound crazy. and It's something I've only heard of briefly in the past before. But they spill the beans here. And they what they do is a couple times a week, they drive out to places like Walgreens or to Target, and they visit the clearance aisle, and they buy items that they know are gonna be profitable when sold online. But they don't use eBay, which is sort of what most people might think of uh, when doing something like this. They're using a program that Amazon offers called the FBA program, or Fulfilled by Amazon, which means they will do all the shipping for you. So you buy all this stuff, you ship it to Amazon, they sort of have it there under your name, and people who purchase these items online um, they ship it to them for you. And, you know, Amazon takes a cut, of course, and we talk about all those numbers and just the process and how all this works, but, I mean, Jessica and Cliff, they, they grossed over $300,000 last year. I mean, that's that's incredible. And so you can see why I got kind of excited, and you, you'll you hear here in the episode um, a lot of questions that I have which are very just, I don't know what's going on, so please help me understand, and I hope those questions help you understand the business model that Jessica and Cliff share with us, and they were very gracious with sharing all the information for us. Um, you can check out Jessica at Jessica LaRue, that's L-A-R-R-E-W.com. Amazing person, very supportive of, of, of Smart Passive Income, and I was more than happy to share her story and have Cliff on as well. Um, so let's just get right to the interview and talk to Jessica and Cliff about how they're able to leverage Amazon and build an online business in this way and also have a flexible schedule which allows them to live a lifestyle that they like to live in a somewhat passive way. So let's hear it. Here's Jessica and Cliff. Check it out. Hey everybody, what's up? I'm here with Jessica and Cliff, a husband and wife duo who is just doing amazing things online. Jessica, Cliff, thank you so much for coming on the Smart Passive Income podcast.
2: Thanks for having us, Pat.
0: Good to be here. This is so cool because, Jessica, you reached out to me and you told me a little bit about what you did and, and the, the fact that you are generating passive income in a way that I have never talked about before here on the show um, and then talked about also that you're doing this alongside with your husband. Um, I'm really, really interested in this story. A lot of people out there are going to be inspired by this. So, Jessica, if you wouldn't mind starting out, just kind of tell us, um, you know, before you started doing all this stuff online, sort of what was life like? What were, what were you guys doing beforehand?
2: Well, I had a regular job, a nine to five job, and I was working in the housing market selling tile and stone. And when the housing market fell, of course, a lot of people lost their jobs, and I eventually did get let go. And so it was really heartbreaking for me. And I thought that my job was really secure. And so I decided that I didn't ever want to go back to that, I didn't want to be dependent on a company. And so I really started researching things that I could do online. And so I started with like eBay and selling things like that. And I found out about Amazon and the FBA program, and that's fulfilled by Amazon. And so I really started researching that in 2010. And it just kind of really surpassed my expectations. And it's
0: kind of all history from there. What is is FBA? You said fulfilled by Amazon. What does that mean exactly?
2: Well, you know, when you talk about selling online, what most people think is that you have a whole bunch of stuff at your house and that you are sending a whole bunch of stuff through the post office every day. Well, what Fulfilled by Amazon does is we send them all of our inventory. They have fulfillment centers. And we put stickers on our items that show it's our product. And when the items sell on the Amazon website, they actually pack and ship all of those items and send them to the customers.
0: Wow. That is so and 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 I mean, an obvious question here is where wh- what items are you selling? Like where are you getting these items?
2: Well, when we first started, it was basically we were selling items we were getting on clearance from like drugstores. So we would go in and go to Walgreens and just kind of see what they had like seventy five percent off because if we could sell it for retail, then we were gonna more than double our money and profit. And so I would just go from drugstore to drugstore and buy as much as I could that was profitable and then um, put it up for Amazon. And we've expanded from that point now and over the years. So now we sell health and beauty products, we sell toys, we sell groceries, pretty much anything that you can buy online, we could supply it if we found it cheap enough.
0: Wow, that is so cool. I mean, just so everybody knows out there, would you mind sharing a little bit of numbers as far as maybe your most recent year, what your sales were like, uh, or, or maybe profit from this?
2: Well, our sales for 2013 were just under $300,000. And what we end up with profit at the end of the year is about a third of that. Um, One third usually goes to Amazon. That's their processing and fulfillment fees and commission, of course. Mm -hmm. And then we spend about a third of that money on buying our inventory. And then we keep about a third of it.
0: That's awesome. I mean, first of all, just congratulations on that. I mean, where did you get the idea to sort of... I mean, where did you first hear about this FBA thing?
2: I heard about it in a Facebook group that I was in that was for eBay sellers. And it was kind of new at that point, and people were selling books on Amazon. You know, that's kind of what people knew Amazon for was for books. And so I had originally kind of dabbled in that and thought, well, I'm just selling one book at a time. And then I have to go find a whole bunch more. And so when I realized that you could sell um, the same thing over and over again, it was at Christmas time in 2010. And I would go to a discount store and just pick up, you know, as many as I could fit in my car of um, these RC cars. And then um, we just kind of went from there.
0: That's so cool, and we'll get into more of the strategies and and things uh, later. But Cliff, I want to ask you a couple questions and kind of rewind back to when Jessica got laid off, when Jessica was sort of let go, and that story is very similar to mine, actually, as far as even in the same industry almost. Um, Cliff, you, were you working at that time
1: as well? Uh, yes, and the 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 funny thing is is I guess not funny, but is I was actually part of the management team at the company that let her go. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah Ouch, it, it right?
0: was, yeah that's kind of crazy
1: <laughs> it It was very tough at the time, and uh you know it was just something that 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 was was done, and I didn't agree with it, but you know that that industry was hurting at that time and year mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people you know that we were we were letting go and and uh you know it was some other managers that were with me it was their their decision as a whole, and so I was kind of. Uh, a little bit forced to go along with it, if you'd say, because obviously I didn't want to let my wife go. I needed the income, you right. know. So right. it was something that that you know that was decided. Right, and you didn't want
0: to risk your own job as well. Um, at the same time, so what was that? You know, when you know you have dual incomes, and all of a sudden one of them gets shut off, what's kind of going through both your heads at that point, uh, Cliff? If you if you would expand on that.
1: Yeah. So uh, we weren't really sure how we were going to supplement that that income that we lost. And uh, you know, I I knew Jessica had started in the eBay, uh, you know, selling things that she would find at yard sales and thrift stores, and and I had seen that, and I was I was impressed. You know, it was a, it was a hobby of hers, is what I seen it as. And you know, I'll never forget the uh, the first time that I knew that the Amazon FBA, uh, you know, was a legitimate business that she was growing. And I come home from work, and and she's buried in these Clorox toilet wands <laughs> in our in the office building, and uh, or in the in the office in our house, and she has about forty of these things stacked up, and she's like, "I need help," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I you know sure I can help you out," and I seen the price she she had bought them for around like three dollars and fifty cents, and and I said, you know, well okay, well this is awesome, you know, how much are you selling these for? And she's like. They're going for $22.50 online. And, she, and I said, "What? oh, well, wow. that's amazing. How, how fast can you sell these? And she's like, I believe I can sell them within a couple weeks. And then I thought to myself, I started doing the math in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is what I earn in a week. And you got this in an hour and a half shopping? And she's like, yes. And so I was blown away you know, once she started down the, the Amazon FBA route. Well,
0: that that's pretty cool, Jessica. Did you uh, did you know like when did you know that this was something that you should you know put more time and effort into?
2: I pretty much knew right away because, you know, my first real experience at that Christmas time, I could pretty much sell anything that I could get in, and my only limitation at the time was the amount of money that I could invest. And you know, like with anybody, if you're selling stuff, you have to be able to buy inventory, and so I only had a very limited fund that I could use and so from that point on it was really just about growing and so since um, Cliff still had his job and I had enough just to supplement a little I would reinvest as much as I could because Mm -hmm. I knew I just wanted to see how big I could make this business become.
0: Yeah what were some of the challenges for you though was it all sort of it just all started working and falling into place or what were some of the struggles you had when you started this?
2: Well I actually, um, I had a new baby and so,
0: um,
2: I was trying to grow the business as well as take care of him. And, and that was the other big thing where I knew that I didn't want to go back to work because that was always the goal was that if we decided to have kids that I wanted to stay home. And so I thought, well, if I can just replace my income, that's all that I need to do. And so when I did that, it was, well, how about I replace Cliff's income too, And so for me, it was just trying to find enough time where I wasn't taking away from the baby. So I would go out at nighttime after Cliff got home from work, then I would go and shop at night and I would leave the baby with him and I would work on the weekends and, you know, just try and do that. And then eventually it was just trying to um, find enough inventory and, and have enough money to reinvest. And so those were the biggest ones. And then, you know, of course, nobody understands what we do. So that was always kind of a big deal. Like (laughs) people are like, well, are you going to go back to work? Or you know, are you still like doing that eBay thing? You know, like with quotes, people don't really understand. And so it was like, well, you know, it's just kind of what we do. So, you know, like you don't really understand the Amazon thing. That's Mm. kind of how everybody is. And so when we talk about it, they're like, okay well you sell online all right that's great talk to you later
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i have you guys here i mean it's funny because i had the same question for you know asked to me for you know year a couple years after i got laid off and started my business um you know well when are you going to get back into architecture or you know are you when are you going to find a real job people would ask me that question i'm like i'm doing so much better i'm working far less hours than i was before and speaking of that um well, actually before we get to sort of how much effort and time is put into this um you know cliff what do you, are are you still working your managerial position or what what is it that you're doing now
1: uh actually me and jessica are both now full time into our fba amazon business so we are full time doing that and you know what pat that was that was a tough decision uh you know to make Mm-hmm. At that time, you know, I remember Jessica was doing very well finding products and, and I every month we started to see her putting, you know, bringing in more and more income. And, you know, at the place I was at, I wasn't very happy, you know, uh, yeah. you know, 40 to 60 hours a week and and dealing with uh you know, customer, upset customers. And, you know, when you're in a managerial position like that, you get all the, the problems, you know, and all <laughs> the stuff that's not fun to deal with. So, right, right. you know, it was taking a toll on me, uh, you know, and so I, I'll never forget the day that Jessica said, I can replace your income and I've done it. And, uh, you know, that was a big thing. and And, you know, for me, it wasn't an easy decision to leave my comfortable salary. You know what I mean? It was, it was comfortable. I was secure in my job and I was making uh, good money and, that, and, and good health insurance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and had things set up. And, and it was a tough decision to, to walk away from all that. And, you know, now looking back a couple of years, it was the best thing that I've ever done, you know, was make that decision and, and join Jessica full time. That's great, Jessica. Would
0: you mind describing what it's been like now that Cliff has sort of come on full time and you guys are working together? How is how is that uh, you know strengthened the relationship? How is it working? You know, doing business with your your partner like that. I mean, I have that legitimate question too because I have my wife April, and right now she's not doing anything in the business. But when the kids start going to school, you know, that's a potential opportunity for us. I mean, how is that? How has that been working for you guys?
2: Well, we're a couple years in, and so we've got quite a system and. You know, just a little side note is that we say we both work full time, but um, the reality is, is that we're actually working less than part time, but we, that's how we make our full time income. So that's what we say, Uh, you know, we work full time, but it's actually that we definitely do not work full time um, because we are both at home and we have our son. And so he doesn't understand, well, what do you mean that you're working? You know, he's Mm. only three and a half. So it's like, we can only allocate so many hours at a time to work. Um, but to your original question of how, you know, the adjustment, mm-hmm. it's like at first it it was a pretty tough adjustment because I went from doing this by myself and I was in charge, you know, and the position that Cliff was in, he was in charge. Oh. And so we have like these two <laughs> managers coming in and we're both going to try and run this business together. And, you know, as a wife, I want to be like, um, you know, I don't want to be like bossing him around, you know, and right. so... It took a little bit of time for us to be able to where we could um, find a good balance and we found strengths that each of us were good at. And, um, you know, so I do a lot of the computer work and he does a lot of um, the labor part of it. Mm -hmm. And a a main thing that we have to do is we have to find inventory. You know, that's, that's an ongoing thing that we have to do. And so it's really cool because when we go shopping together we see completely different things and so i'll find something and he'll be like i can't believe that you even picked that up like to even check it <laughs> and and he'll do he'll pick things up and i'm like there's no way that that's going to be profitable and we're we're always surprised by what each other finds and so it's like we've just become so much stronger and now the things that we can accomplish in less time is so much more because we both bring different things to the table and you know if I was trying to pack shipments by myself it would take me a long time because I'm not good at that manual labor and you know trying to fit things exactly into boxes and get it to be just perfect and he's not his strength wouldn't be like to try and reprice all the time or get shipments together in the computer side of it and so with us each just working on our strengths now that cuts a lot of time out that the other one would struggle doing so it's it's really neat the way that it's worked out um, working together and then there's things that we can each do on our own so one of us could be working with um, the business while the other one is spending time with our son and and you know we get to see him grow up so that's kind of like the biggest thing for us
0: yeah that's um, huge for me too you know I, I do what I do so I can be here with my kids at home um, you know and I love that I'm hearing a lot of other people like yourself you know do it for that reason as well. Um, now, I want to get into the inventory and like how that works. Like, how do you know? Like, I, I go to the store. Okay, well, this is profitable. Like, how would I know that? But before that, because I know that's a dying question that everybody has. I, I just want to hear what a typical day is like. Because this is obviously not a regular or quote regular job. Um, right. Like, what, what is your what is your day like? Like, Cliff, can you can you describe a typical day for for you guys? Uh.
1: Sure. Um, we, you know, we wake up, I'll be, I'm going to be brutally honest here. We we kind of wake up whenever we want to, you know, our our little boy usually gets us up before eight, but, mm-hmm. you know, we wake up and have our coffee and watch some cartoons with our son. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we'll plan out what we're going to do for the day and we'll say, okay, you know, we got this inventory, uh, you know, yesterday and we need to get this, this and this in. And, uh, you know, and, and Jessica, uh, you know, and I, tag team the shipments a lot like she said she does the computer side and i do the uh you know packing up the inventory and getting it ready and so uh you know that's one of the you know the the awesome things about being in this uh fba amazon business is we kind of get to have the flexible schedule that we want Mm -hmm. you know there's there's no one telling us that we have to be doing a certain thing or you know what uh what i really appreciate because coming from the job that i came from you know Getting sick was 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 terrible because, you know, the boss, my, my managers above me would be like, oh, come on, we need you here. We need you here. And and now it's like I don't have to worry about, you know, letting somebody down or, or if, I, you know, I'm sick for a couple of days. So uh, that's been a, a, a huge, awesome thing for us. And so, it, you know, really, we just get up and we, we say, you know, what, this is what we we have to do. And you know what, sometimes there's days where we say, we're not doing anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just gonna, you know, have a nice family day or or take a trip to the coast. And, and uh, that's one of the awesome things that we love about this business.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, the flexibility is really what it's all about. I mean, but you still have to Put in hours yourself to work, but you're not tied down to a strict schedule. And like, I mean, I, I can totally resonate with, with with what you just said, Cliff, about being sick. Because I was out sick at the beginning of this year for like three and a half weeks. I picked up something at this conference I went to, and um, you know, I was out. I couldn't, I couldn't think. I couldn't even talk hardly. And you know, the income was still coming in, and it was, it was, it was an awesome thing. And something that happens when you create businesses that work for you instead of the other way around where you would only make money if you were there. And so going back to, I mean, you started talking about shipping and stuff like, are you, so I'm guessing the beauty of this, this FBA program um, fulfilled by Amazon is the fact that Amazon will process the orders and they'll package those things and ship them to those specific customers. Right. That's correct. But you still have to ship stuff, right? You're buying stuff at places. You, Right. store them in your house and you still have to ship it. You're just not shipping to individual individual customers. You just have like one address you ship to all the time, right?
2: Right. And, um, you know, uh, back to the schedule thing a little bit. One thing that we do consistently is we shop every Monday. And that's kind of our big um, work day mm-hmm. because, you know, we do have to go out and find the inventory. And so we have, um, my mom gets to spend grandma time <laughs> with um, her grandson on every Monday. And so we spend about five hours together and we buy as much inventory as we can. And then the rest of the week is when we have to find time to process that inventory. And so we'll spend about two to three hours, a couple days a week doing that. Okay. And so processing that inventory means that we have to make sure that the products don't have any stickers because a lot of what we buy will have like a clearance sticker on it. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have to take that off and clean it up because we want it to look brand new to the end buyer. You know They don't need to know that we paid um, a fifth of the price that they just paid for it. And so we clean up the items and make sure that they look brand new. And then we process them into the Amazon system and they tell us where we're going to send them. And we end up sending to about um, three warehouses at a time when we do shipments. Mm. And so we separate the items according to where they tell us to do it. And once our boxes get full and we've processed as much as we can, you know, because for us, it is different because we really try to do this as a lifestyle business. We don't want the business to dictate how much time we spend. And so once we've met our limit for the day, which is usually determined by when Aiden says that's enough, <laughs> you know, right, right. Um, <laughs> then we'll just kind of end the shipment there and we'll close it off in the system and and we'll we pack, um, put packing slips into it, and all the items have our stickers on them so that Amazon knows that it's our inventory. So when it sells, they know exactly which ones to pick. And then we print UPS labels and put them on the box, and then UPS picks up at our house every day, and then um, it takes it to the fulfillment centers. And when they receive that, it has a packing slip inside of it that tells them exactly what's supposed to be in the shipment and that it's ours. And then they just treat it as it's our inventory. And when it sells, then, you know, they pull it from our inventory. And so that's kind of what we do. um, At least twice a week, usually we'll get shipments out. And if it doesn't get done the first day after we bought it, then we just put it in the the garage so that it's not like all in your face, you know, (laughs) but of course, we don't want to have a whole bunch of inventory sitting around our house because then it's not selling, but Mm -hmm. Um, So that's does that make sense? Like how you process it?
0: No, thank you for that. I mean that that makes complete sense. And and I want to go back to something you mentioned, Jessica, which was about you know this is a lifestyle business and. I believe it was in an email you sent me or I think even in one of your income reports, which I'll link to on your site because you show people how to do this, which is really awesome. And I'm going to be really interested in this because this is something that April might be potentially interested in. But anyway, um, you talked about this as a lifestyle business. I mean, you could make much more money by putting a lot more work in, but you're doing the work you need to do to live the life that you want to live. Right. And, and and I think it's really important because you know what your goals are and what would make you happy and you make a business where you create something that allows you to do that. And once you're there, boom, you're good. And right. a, lot of, a lot of people work not realizing where they want to go or what that goal is, and they just continue to work. or can, they, they don't even know what to work on because they don't know what that end goal even looks like. So I'm really, really appreciative um, that you said that. Now, a couple questions came up when you just spoke about that whole process. One, you were saying you could buy products at five times less than you can sell them for. I don't understand how that's even... Possible. I mean, if if something is being marked off so much at the store, why would people on Amazon buy it for so much more? I, and you
2: know, that is like the number one thing that people don't get. It doesn't make sense because, you know, you live in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. And so you probably have a Walgreens on every single corner.
0: Yes, and, and you can just and Walgreens, easily.
2: Yeah. And well, for us, we live in a small town, and we're in California, but we only have one Rite Aid in our town. And we have one grocery store or two grocery stores, but they're small town grocery stores. So we don't get like the deals that you would get if we went to the next town's over. Uh So the the big thing is that not everybody has access to things that we do. And so if I want to get a good deal, I have to drive at least 30 minutes to get that good deal. And it's the same with people that live even in more rural areas than we do is they some people have to drive an hour, an hour and a half each way just to get to a store. So they would rather pay a premium price on Amazon and get it shipped to their house in two days. And they don't have to worry about it. And the other thing is, is not everybody knows where to buy things. So when we buy stuff for a fifth or a fourth of the price, well, it may be on clearance. But just because it's on clearance at my store, it may be full price at your store.
0: Mm.
2: So, I could sell a lot of things for the retail price, but because of the price that I paid, there's enough of a margin that I make profit on it. That's so, it's a so lot cool. harder.
0: I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I,
1: that, that does explain it a bit. Um, and obviously, it's working for you guys. So, yeah. if, uh, if I could add something to that, Pat, please, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, That buy products at a higher price because there are some products, believe it or not, that we go and we buy at retail prices and we sell them for two or three times what we paid for them. And, you know, with our society nowadays, people are busy and people value their time so much. And for someone that maybe, say, lives in a big city, because a lot of the orders and and stuff that we sell is sold to people in, uh, you know, like New York. And LA and, and big metropolitan cities. And it's hard for those people to just walk down to the grocery store or, you know, get to the other side of the city to buy, you know, to the store that they want to buy something. So sometimes it's, it's really convenience that we're selling. It's like a service almost that, you know what, instead of you spending an hour, uh, you know, going back and forth and looking for the item, it's going to come right to your doorstep. And it's it's something that we're finding that people are willing to pay two or three times what it goes for in the store for that convenience of sitting at home and just having the convenience of it coming right to your doorstep.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. That 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 makes absolute perfect sense. Now, let's say I want to give this a shot. Um, now, I know everybody listening to this is actually going to go to the store and go to the clearance section and just. look at everything and just wonder right like but uh, any tips like as far okay how do you know i mean there's tons of products on clearance and you know there's sales going on and like i wouldn't even know where to start how do you know or is there like do do you like scan these items and like into an iphone app and it's like yes this is going to be profitable
2: exactly oh
0: whoa really are you serious
2: of course because there's an app for everything right yeah right (laughs) so Um, That's that's pretty much um, really, Pat, is we have apps on our phone that are linked to our Amazon accounts. And we can scan the barcode of any product that's in the Amazon Marketplace linked with its UPC code. And it will tell us what the current sales price is and how many other people are selling that item. And if, um, if we sold it at the lowest price, what would we get back? Because, of course, Amazon has a bunch of fees. And so you know, if we scan something and say it's on clearance for $5 and we scan it and they're saying, okay, well, it's selling on Amazon for $21. So they would say your profit will be um, like $13, right? After your Amazon fees and everything. This is That'll an Amazon that.
0: specific uh, app for sellers? It's,
2: yeah, it's called um, Profit Bandit is one that we use. Cool. And there's other ones out there. And we just use it because it's a one-time fee. And so it's a really low cost of entry. Anybody can just download it one time for 15 bucks and try it out. And if they don't like it, they're only out 15 bucks, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, so it will tell you exactly what you would get back. And then you say, okay, well, my cost is $5. So I'm going to make seven or $8, depending on, you know, what they tell you that the profit's going to be. And it's hard, you know, to just say it off the top of my head like that, but that's how it works is it's right there in front of you. And of course not every item that you scan that's on clearance is going to be profitable. Um I I usually find that about 1 in 10 to 15 items that I scan are actually profitable. So to come home with 10 items, then I probably scanned 100 items.
0: Hmm. And that so, that's pretty crazy. I mean that that is that's, so that's why sometimes you like Cliff you told that story about when Jessica came home with like 40 of one thing, right? Because that one yes. thing happened to be profitable and you just get all of them
2: right and and that's that's kind of how I've built my business model and there's a I mean and there's you know there's so many sellers and um, from people that I talk to it's like the way we do it is when we find one profitable item, we buy as many as we can now because it takes it doesn't take much longer to process 40 of something as it does to process one uh, and so right. I would, you know what I mean? Like I would rather process 40 of the same thing than process 40 different things. And so if I find something and it's a great margin and I can set, I can see that it's going to sell really quickly, then I'll go, like if it's at target, then I'll go to every target in the town that I'm in. Plus I'll go two towns over and just get as much as I can because it doesn't take me long to run into the store. I know exactly where it's going to be in the store and then pick it up. And then, if I see something that I haven't seen there on clearance before, then I can scan that. But I'm not wasting my time at every single store scanning every single clearance item. I'm going and looking for, you know, three or four items from every Target or every Walgreens or every CVS.
0: Yeah. The, do you ever have any inventory that's in Amazon that just doesn't sell?
2: Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, sometimes you buy something. And you think that it's going to be really good. You're going to double your money on it. And then by the time it gets there, because it takes, um, you know, about five to seven days for our items to get from our house to Amazon. And all of a sudden, Amazon is actually in on the product as a seller. And we know that Amazon's the biggest retailer in the world. So they get like crazy good prices. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And so they can sell things usually for cheaper than we can buy them. And so it's like at first they weren't selling it, and then now all of a sudden they are. Interesting. And what I do at that point is I just I'll take a loss on it and rein the, reinvest the money on something else. I see. I see. Yeah. It's kind of like a gamble, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 would you call this push button easy? Push button easy
2: is that what you said? Yes. Um, it there is a learning curve to it. But it's definitely something that anybody can do.
0: So once you find the systems and sort of go through the process, it's just it's a matter. It's just a, a matter of just doing it,
1: right? Yeah, it, and and you know what, Pat, uh, with this business too, um, you know to to one of the awesome things about it is that you know what, it it could just be a hobby that you do on the weekend. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be something that you jump all the way into you know it's something that you know if you wanted to try it out just to see if you could add a couple hundred dollars to to your income every month you know you could just do it as a weekend hobby and you know that's that's kind of how it started for Jessica and and you know once you start learning the ins and outs of it uh it, you know it could turn into something more so i always in, encourage people because you know obviously we've talked we talk to a lot of people about what we do and and they're asking the same things. And I always say, you know what, I, I did decide to jump all the way in and and let go of my, my nine to five job. But you know what, sometimes this isn't for everybody, you know. Uh, and so we always encourage people, you know what, try it as a hobby first, you know, go start scanning stuff around your house, uh, you know, mm-hmm. your old board games, and, and you'll be surprised at what actually sells and, uh, you know, or just check the clearance uh, areas at stores and and... You know, and go from there. And then, as it, you know, you you send in items, and you see if you like it or not. You could grow it to, you know, whatever you want.
0: Yeah. No. Thank you for that. I, you know, I w- I really wanted to make sure everybody listening because this is sounds almost too good to be true you know it's like wow i could just go to the store and then resell it online amazon ships it for me I and mean, that's awesome um but i wanted to really make sure people knew sort of the realities behind it and it, it does seem like one of those things that once you start to get going you know it could really become quite lucrative depending on how much work you put into it and i'm really glad you said that you know you can you can start off small it's one of those things you don't have to put all your chips in out uh, in at first so you can give it a shot and i and i would imagine some people this is like the, for some people listening, this is this is what they were looking for and for other people, this is just not attractive at all. So this right. is, um, you know this is just another one of those several thousand different ways that an income can start to be generated. Um, of course it just has to you got to give it a shot in order for it to, to, to see what happens.
2: And you know I found that for some people, it's a lot easier than it is for other people, and I think it has to do with where people live. You know, um, Mm. I may have more opportunity where I live than other people. And I don't know that because I don't live where other people are. And so it wasn't until I started helping people to sell that I realized there are challenges in other areas than there that I don't have here. You know, and even like where you are, you would have more opportunity because of being able to go to multiple more stores than I do. Like the town that I usually shop in, it only has two targets. Um, So if I want to go to five targets, I have to go to four towns.
0: Yeah, we have like 10 here. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) And you know what? And I found too, um, is that not everybody does want to be full time, like Cliff said. And there's people, though, that are just not making it with what they're making. And it's a really good way to supplement your income because it's just another stream. And if you only have say five hours a week to devote to it. If you could turn that into $500 extra a month, that's a big deal to people. Not everybody is looking to make five or $10,000 a month. They just need to be able to make a car payment or something like that. I have um, a friend that I helped locally um, to start selling and she just needed extra money to pay for her daughter for college. And so she would just like me work one day a week, and she would just process everything. And that pays for her daughter's college. And that's all she needs it for. And so that's what Amazon is for her, is just a college fund, you know? Because mm-hmm. you think you're going to save up and have enough money when the time comes. And then it's like, all of a sudden, you don't have it, you know?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. No, this is fantastic. Thank you both so much for sharing all this information. I mean, this opens up a whole new world to me. Um, It's even something I wouldn't mind just experimenting with too, or, or, or telling April about, um, I'm definitely gonna have her listen to the show and, you know, I'm going to put all the links up on the, res- on the, on the, on the show notes, um, links to your latest income report, which is incredibly inspiring, especially right around the Christmas time, which I would imagine, um, for anybody on Amazon is huge. And, uh, you know, just, you know, a ton of free resource resources on there. If, if, if somebody was like, okay, I'm interested, where can I learn more? Where should they go?
2: Well, I, Created a um guide just for your listeners that's like ten quick step quick start tips to getting started. And it has um the name of the app that I use, some tips on places to go, what type of things to look for, how to figure out your profit margin, and stuff like that. So um that is at um com slash spi.
0: Cool. So Jessica and that's LaRue. totally
2: free. I don't need their email address for that or anything. It's just kind of gives them a starting point on, okay, if I think this might be interesting, what do I need to do?
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. And now you, I mean, you have courses, of course, that help other people do this too, because you've just seen how much has changed your life. Like you were telling me in your email and, um, you know, you're helping other people too. That's awesome. So there is other stuff beyond this free ebook, but if you want to dabble in it, I mean, this ebook's great. Thank you so much for not putting it behind a, an email address and just sharing it with all of us. I think a lot of people are going to go pick, pick that up. So that's Jessica LaRue, L A R R E W.com slash SPI. Of course, this will be in the show notes as well. Um, Gosh, this is amazing. I would, I would uh, love to follow up with you on this, and perhaps in another podcast episode or even offline, just to kind of see how you guys are doing. And um, you know, thank you for all the value you've provided uh, for us, uh, Jessica and Cliff, too. Thank you both.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. You thank know, I you. listened to your podcast, <laughs> and it was kind of one of my dreams. Like, oh, one day, what if I could talk to Pat Flynn? <laughs>
0: So, uh, you rock. I mean, you, you. I mean, <laughs> I'm learning from you now. So this is this is awesome. So thank you so much again, both of you. Thanks, Absolutely. Pat. Thanks. Thank wow. I I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jessica and Cliff Larue. I mean, just so much incredible information about something I knew nothing about before. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, hmm. I'm interested. I want to give it a shot and see what it's like and, and and see what this process entails. And, you know, if you're interested in more about the Amazon FBA program and learning from Jessica, she actually put together a lot of information for us specifically, um, you know, knowing that she was going to be on the show. So if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash FBA, that's Frank Boy Alpha, um, so smartpassiveincome.com slash FBA. She created a page for us there which has links to a lot of more a lot more information about this process and also a link to a quick start guide. If you want to get started, that would probably be the pe- best place to go. And it's completely free. No emails required or anything. You can just go and download it directly from that page. Jessica just gave us a ton of value, even more beyond this episode. So again, that, that, that link is smartpassiveincome.com slash FBA. And, you know, I love this because, uh, you know, if I get some extra time or I might even share this with April to, you know, sort of explore this opportunity, I like the idea that you could just start small, you don't have to invest too much money, you can just explore the waters. And, uh, you know, this is a business model that's not for everybody. I mean, it's definitely not, um, uh, you know, selling only digital products and it's not completely scalable. But in in a sense, it, it sort of is and it's somewhat passive. And obviously, Jessica and Cliff are doing really well as far as being able to create a flexible lifestyle using this as the business model. So congratulations to you, too. You can get all the show notes and all the links, Jessica's income reports and all that stuff at smartpassiveincome.com slash session99. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash session99. And of course, I want to mention our sponsor here for the show, which is audiobooks.com. Actually, I'm in the middle of training for a half marathon right now the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. And during my runs every day, which is just a few miles, usually 20 to 30 minutes a day, it'll probably go up more as the race gets closer. But during my runs, I actually listen to books from audiobooks.com to sort of fill in that time and be able to educate myself while I'm doing other things. So if you are running or walking or you're at the gym or perhaps on a commute, there's nothing better to do than to listen to podcasts like you're doing right now or listen to your favorite books. So I use audiobooks.com. If you go through my link, audiobooks.com slash SPI, you'll get the 30-day trial. You'll also get one free credit to download any book that you want and listen to it in full length. And also you get a free copy of my best-selling book, an audio version of it, Let Go. So check that out. That's only available on audiobooks.com. Again, audiobooks.com slash SPI. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope to see you in the next episode. Episode 100, so crazy. And I have two special guests on who I've wanted to have on the show for so long. Um, But I think it's very fitting that we've sort of waited until episode 100 because they mean the world to me. So check that out in episode 100. I'll see you then. Thank you so much again. The show notes are at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 99. Take care and I hope to hear from you on the blog comments there on Smart Passive Income. Cheers and all the best.
1: Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com.